everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu, episode number 66. Yeah. My name is Gabe Estel. I'm here with my co-hosts, Dennis Levi-Leach and Jonathan Getz. How's it going, guys? It's so great to see everybody. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, today it was determined it's the thuggish, ruggish bone Cleveland. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so the the tribe the tribe in harmony um, uh, makes it to the World Series. So first since ninety seven. First since ninety seven. It's a division rival for me, so I'm not going to congratulate them too much. But um, but yeah, yeah, you know, they're they're a good squad. I remember, I think it was last year. I predict that on this show, I predicted them to go to the World Series, and they didn't do very well. And then, so it seems like a, they got they got last year's team this year. Basically, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah, they're doing it with uh, you know a bunch of injuries. Michael Brantley, Carlos Carrasco out. Mm-hmm. It's it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. No, they've they and uh, Levi for your sake. You know, I hope the Cubs get there, but uh, don't underestimate those guys. Though I mean, the way they're playing now, if you get there, uh, no, yeah. I, whoever gets there is going to have a tough time with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, though, what's funny is I think if you took like a vast survey of MLB fans, they probably couldn't name more than one or two players on the Cleveland Indians. Probably not Kluber and Lindor, <laughs> maybe. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so, and that's that's cool that they're doing it with a bunch of no names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, not a bunch of household names, so to speak. No, no, you're right. They don't. They don't really have a aside from maybe. I'd say Lindor, but he's still so young that yeah. I don't think he's necessarily established. I mean, I think he's he's going to be a big-time star. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, but he's not really there yet, like Levi said, you know, because I think, you know, he's only, what, this is only his second year in the league, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, the, the closest thing they have to us, a bona fide star, is probably Kipnis and Kluber. Right. Uh, but, like, again, those guys aren't, you know what I mean? Like, nobody, like talks about those guys that much i mean maybe because it's a small market team i i I don't know but Um, they just they they just have contributions across the board you know what i mean like mike napoli yeah napoli has kind of resurrected himself there santana is kind of on the downside but he's doing enough to get it done yeah i mean they just everybody contributes you know so and and they got a hell of a bullpen so they do and yeah the way that uh um uh, the, the way that Tito Terry Francona is using it, and Andrew Miller is just yeah, I mean he's probably the best reliever in baseball right now. He is, uh, yeah. And you know he's he's using them anywhere he wants to use them, and it's refreshing uh-huh. to see uh, that sort of use of your best, essentially the best pitcher on your team. If the Cubs make it, I think it will probably be a meeting of two of baseball's best managers, in my opinion. It's a good point. Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, two of the guys I probably, whose mind, baseball minds I admire the most, you know. And probably two of uh, players' favorite managers, I would think. They're both players' managers, yeah, Tito and, and Madden, definitely. So, And, and, and I, I mean, obviously, I, Dave Roberts seems to get into it. He seems pretty fiery on the Dodgers' side. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, God, a lot's going on um, since we last recorded, um, or last, well, yeah, we last recorded. So a lot of stuff to to, to run down here with the final four. You, you um, guys want to go over the uh, the final four, or um, uh, do you want to go over some stats? You just let me know. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, we're just going to look at some stats. What were you, what'd you have in mind? Do a little rundown. 2016 in stats brought to you by yeah. Jonathan Gass. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was looking up some numbers. And so last year, uh, MLB had 21 players hit 30 or more home runs. 21 okay. players yeah. uh, hit 30 or more. This year, 38 players hit 30 or more home runs. Almost double. All right. Almost double. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Davis won the Rob Deere Award that I give out every year to the hitter that hits them that um, uh, has hit at least 30 home runs with the lowest batting average. And Todd uh, Frazier had to have been close. Todd Frazier was close. He missed off by like a point. Um, yeah. But Chris Davis won uh, with 38 home runs while batting 221. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to give that out every year. Um, and uh, DJ LeMay- Le- LeMayhew. Uh, yeah. Levi's neighbor there in, in, in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he won the uh, the National League batting crown, but he sat out like four games in the last week in order to wow. clinch it so that he didn't fall out. Lose any points? Spot. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty lame. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's easy for me to say from the comfort of my home. But yeah, yeah. That's another guy, too. I mean, maybe it's because he plays in Colorado and the Rockies aren't that great. Although I think the Rockies are going to be pretty good next year. Um, the Cubs, Cubs drafted him. LeMahieu came out of the Cubs system. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, oh, really? he's, a, he's a good player. Oh, yeah. yeah we, oh, no doubt. The, no Cub, doubt. the Cubs had no root for him. And so they, I think he was part of the Dexter Fowler thing, maybe. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. How, I can't how, remember, but somehow, somehow they ended up with him. Oh, I'm trying to look at it. Okay, he's 28. All right. Oh, really? Is that I wasn't sure how old he was. Yeah, he's 28. First year was in 2011. Okay, I thought he'd been around long. I thought he was like in his early 30s. It seems like he's been around a while, uh, but just five seasons, I guess. So anyway. Um. All right. I'm going to throw some. I'm going to throw some stats out here at you, and you're going to try to guess the player. It's a little mm-hmm. stat line jeopardy. Okay. All right, All right. Yeah. so because um, these are I'm, these are 2016 stats, 2016 right? stats. I, I was curious about these players, what they ended up doing after you know thinking about them earlier in the year. Okay. Um, uh, so this player, uh, this Washington National, had the second worst OPS of his career uh, while hitting 24 home runs with 86 RBI. Plays for the Nationals. I don't know, Levi. What do you think? Big big name. Big name. Uh, Pools. Oh, uh, oh, uh, or not Pools? Uh, Worth? No, not Worth. Uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce, Bryce Harper had Harper. had the second worst OPS of his career at wow. eight fourteen. Um, uh, this uh, big name free agent uh, went seventeen and nine with a three point nine nine ERA while giving up thirty home runs. In the seventeen and nine, three point nine nine ERA for the Boston Red Sox. Oh, um, Price. David Price wow. had, had, a, had put up four bucks on the ERA and gave up 30 dongs. How many bucks did he make? What does he get? Like, what's he get? Is he, he's getting close to 30 million. 30, isn't I he? think, yeah. Wow. He, he pitched 230 innings, which is. It's not to good. say he couldn't bounce back next year. Um, but, yeah. Okay, so this, uh, uh, this pitcher. Actually, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you who this was. Jordan Zimmerman started out. April in April he was five and zero with a zero point five five ERA. Give him the Cy he's Young. He's on the Tigers right? now. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. So just go ahead and give him the Cy Young. Five and zero, zero point five five ERA in April. I remember the, that. The rest of the year he went four and seven with a six point eight four ERA. 
Ouch. <laughs> so post-April months were not as kind. All right. Right. Wow. Um, okay, uh, just a couple more. Um, uh, this 2015 Cy Young Award winner went 9-12 and 12 with a 4.55 ERA. Well, I know this one. D- Dallas Keuchel, because Keuchel. the Cubs... I, I knew I knew Jake Arrieta didn't do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> he, went, he, went, he hit an ERA that high this year. Yeah, huh? 4.55. Houston um, was disappointing this year. They because were. Because... They tried to make a push, but... Levi picked them to go to the World Series to play the Cubs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I may have. Shit, I can't remember. I think I did. I think I may have. I think I, I thought I had them in the Mets in the World Series. I erased all of our predictions because I knew they were not going to be any good. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it wasn't like it was that was a crazy pick or anything. No, you know? no, I right. Mean, they, oh my gosh, with that pitching and yeah. and Carlos Correa, you know, and, Correa had yeah. a bit of a down year. He he, he batted two seventy four with twenty home runs and ninety six RBI. He's still going to be a really, really, oh, yeah. really good player. Oh, yeah. yeah, but those pitchers really let him down this year, those starting yeah. pitchers. Um, uh, and McHugh, he had a rough year as well. Uh, they all have bounce-back potential, though, with their age and everything. So they, they could be right in the thick of it next year. My boy Matt Kemp had a hell of a year, uh, 35 home runs, 108 RBI. That's 35. I'd be curious to see how many of those were on the road. I assume most of them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't break down that stat. He still plays for the Padres, doesn't he? He got tra- he he got traded. Uh, oh, did he? He's uh, on the Braves now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. He got shipped. Huh. Speaking of speaking of trades, I got a prediction for the off season, guys. Bring it. I was gonna say. I, I know it's a little early. It's a little premature. I think Mike Trout gets traded this off season. Wow. And I, I think it'll 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 go down as like at least on the process. I, and I don't know to who. I don't know who the suitors are, but Cubs? I think it'll. It, it, yeah, right. <laughs> well, where were you? Wait, wait, somewhere. Hold on, Fowler's just on a one-year deal, isn't he? He is. So there you go. You'd put him in center field. Wow. Yeah. Who would they trade? Um, who would you give up? Levi? They got lots of people. They do. Uh, give them. Uh, you have, have to. Albert you give Almora, Albert Almora and Schwarber. You don't. You'd have to get Trout. You'd have to give up. Yeah, you're gonna have to give up somebody big. It's gonna either be a Schwarber or a Baez or a. And after this year, do you want to give up Baez? One of your catchers. Uh, well, um, I mean, but who the? You can't give up Brian or Rizzo. No, no, up, no, no, no up, they're, they're off the table. Give no. up Zobrist. Give him Zobrist. They don't want Zobrist. I know. No, I know. <laughs> He's too old. I mean, it's too much money. I yeah, mean, yeah. Maybe they're trying to just get money off their books. Dude, uh, that, that Hayward <laughs> contract is going to be weighing heavy for a long time. Oh, yeah. Trade him Hayward. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to take Hayward. Well, I, I, Levi's talked about the, the money off the books for the Angels. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if Trout, compared to how talented he is, I makes probably that probably got a contract. I th- well, I think because of his age, you know, and like when he came in, I I, I don't – here, I, I can easily oh, one click. Oh, look and I could, I could – okay. Uh, How much yeah. does Mike Trout make? Probably not. Ask Alexa. No, he's uh, he's signed through twenty twenty six years, one hundred forty four and a half million. Okay, so he makes a lot of money. Um, <laughs> it's not, but it's not awful. I mean, he yeah, he made sixteen this year. He'll make twenty next year. Then it balloons to thirty four. Oh, it's all on the back end. So Levi's so, right; they would be trying to unload money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they'll Gabe, trade him. Dude. Your prediction of him being traded could be if it doesn't happen this. 
this offseason, it could be very likely at the trade deadline next year. Yeah. Um, because they might want to unload that money if they need to God. blow it up. That guy's still only 25. Yeah. Still, he's yeah. had, like, the highest war for, like, years now. Oh, he? yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's been around forever, but 25? Like, what, this is probably, like, his fifth, sixth year? Yeah, I think he you came know? in when he was 20, didn't he? Or yeah, didn't? something like that. Yeah, he's, like, 19 or 20. So, anyway, that's my prediction. That's, like, my bold off-season prediction. Right. That I don't know where. You heard it here first, folks. I know. I don't know where, but he's he's going to get traded. I mean, you look at all that money on the back end. The Angels aren't very good. Um, their time to build around him, I think, is kind of over. You know, I think he that's could also of... possibly mm-hmm. get signed by the new Las Vegas franchise. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just think it'll be a big trade. I don't know, man. I, you know, Levi, I wouldn't count out. Let, let's say they lose the World Series. Oh, yeah. They, they would and totally and they're just like, what everything's on the table what are we gonna do yeah, oh, yeah i could see it happening but you're right though they would have to give yeah i mean you would you would have to give up the guy what's his last name that starts with the a that you mentioned alcantara almora well, he's a definite but i mean you gotta even go yeah, yeah. You gotta, it's gonna you, be it'd have to put a big name with it you'd have to yeah schwarber or or you know i i don't know if i'd do it after this year the way he looks but or, or bias you know I mean, they're not just gonna they're just gonna give you Trout, but I could see that happening. I could see it, yo. I could see Trout on the Cubs. I could. So yeah. it looked good out on that Ivy. Oh yeah, man! It'd be exciting to watch in center field. Posters of him. Yeah. Ivy. I mean, Trout posters. But I mean, who knows? They could be likely to sign resign Fowler too. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. So good, good stats section there. Yeah, hey, thanks. Man, nice. Thanks. Bring it in. Yeah. All right. Good deal. And and then you were telling me about this stat here, RBI percentage. I saw that you posted, oh, which yeah, is yeah. basically it, it's basically like you know when a guy comes up and he's got runners in scoring position, how frequently he gets an RBI, right? And that's yeah. that's basically the stat. Okay. It's always blown my mind that whenever they talk about guys who oh he knocked in a hundred runs this year, well how many opportunities did he have? You know, like sure. put in some context yeah. and they've never offered that. But fortunately this, there's a website, baseballmusings.com that offers this uh, percentage stat. I'm sure other websites offer it, but I, this is the one that came up in the Google search result. So for example, Daniel Murphy, the bigot, unfortunately uh, <laughs> ma- managed to lead the league in RBI percentage with minimum 300 runners on base, which was kind of an arbitrary number I selected, but it kind of gives you higher totals. And um, so he had 364 runners on. He he batted in 104 for a percentage of 21.7 percent of of runners in score or runners on base, not even in scoring position. So yeah. it's like Daniel Murphy, David Ortiz, Nolan Arenado, Mookie Betts. They were all at the top of this list. Um, at the bottom of this list, significant guys like Chris Carter. Um, yeah, he had 94 RBI, but he only hit in 12 and a half percent of his runners on base. So. You're getting. There are guys with totals that are half of. Um, yeah, it's kind of a jaded stat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris Davis had 38 home runs and 84 RBI, and it's like, wow. If you have 38 home runs, it seems like you should have more than 84 RBI. Yeah, you should because you only hit in 11 percent of yeah. uh, players on base. And so I just thought that this is an interesting stat uh, to help add more context. That's a good find. Yeah. So Murphy basically what like one in five at bats he's driving somebody in if he has runners on. If that's yeah. well, well yeah, 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 right, right. One with, out of every that's, that's, that's what I meant. With, yeah. yeah, right. 
Right. Wow. Yeah. Cool stat. Yeah. So, yeah, that is um, cool. And then you can, uh, you know, you can find guys that, yeah, like Elvis Andrews, he only had 69 RBI, but he batted in 18% of his runners. So he he uh, is pretty valuable <laughs> uh, when it yeah. comes to having guys on base, even though he doesn't have a high RBI total. So swing both ways. I, cool. I think, uh, I, I assume that uh, agents use this as as a bargaining chip. Uh, if if their player doesn't necessarily have high RBI totals, but they have high RBI percentages. On, on that note, would it be God? I, I feel like it'd be so cool to be in the room with a an, a, an agent negotiating. You know, I mean, I would like to be a, a fly on the wall, so to speak. You know, just to see kind of what drives the conversation. I mean, we can. It's probably some nuanced things, like you mentioned, but yeah, I just. I'd, I'd, it'd be it'd be cool to watch it all go down if like somebody was open enough to say. Hey, I'll let this be recorded. You know, we'll sign all the contracts, no yeah. liability, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and that would you'd learn like all the weird perks, like yeah, yeah, right, that yeah. stuff too. Yeah. Guys yeah. are like, uh, I'll sign, but I need like a lifetime subscription to Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm in Cincinnati, I want a wheelbarrow full of Skyline Chili delivered to the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> And that wheelbarrow needs to be made of gold. Okay. That <laughs> was in Johnny Bench's contract, I right, think. Right, right. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Um, well, you know, let's talk the the focus for our, well, recent episode. Some of our recent episodes was uh, the big shindig out in California that, uh, desert trip. trip. The desert trip. Yeah, it went Don't off. Uh, sounds like it went off fairly without a hitch, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of cynicism around the event. Um, just I don't know, due to the money and the age, and uh, but you know, it, it seems it seems like it was all went down like a pretty cool thing. You know, I mean, uh, for I, I thought everybody looked like put on a fairly decent show. Um, yeah, I'm, from the YouTube clips that I got to see, which there were some pretty decent quality ones out there. Um, it looked like a like a good show at a good time. Yeah, it what does look I, a good time. What, what I thought did not look like a good time was if you were not maybe in the first like hundred yards. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of a distant view. Yeah. Then, yeah, like I saw some people posted some shots off like Instagram and stuff, and it looks like they're like two football fields away from the big giant video boards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought the Stones turned in pretty good performances. I mean, you know, every time. I see those guys play, and I, I have, <laughs> I saw them play when they were only in their sixties. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no, I, I saw them about three, four years ago, and then I saw them in two thousand two. When I see them play, I lose my cynicism about what they're doing now. You know what I mean? Like it, it, uh, it's easy to get cynical, and then I see them do it. I'm like, you know, keep it up, fellas. You know, like. Hell with it. Ride this thing out until until the very yeah. end. So you, you know? guys will keel over. Yeah. Shit, it's only rock and roll, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I thought they they and and they didn't change their set list probably as much as sort of set list changing geeks like us would like. But um, they they still they they changed it up a little. Uh, like honestly, out of all of those bands, them and Neil Young seem like they're most comfortable in their own skin. They seem comfortable with where they're at, you know what I mean? Like, they, sure. they they still put on good shows, and they still have, like, 
I don't know, like a lightness about themselves. You know yeah. what I mean? They, you know, they're, they know it's only rock and roll still. And you can kind of tell in their performances. They're still smiling and having fun and stuff. I would say that same. I put Macca in that, in McCartney yeah, in that category. Yeah, too. true. Yeah, I'd put him there. I, I mean, like, you know, if there's Dylan kind of confuses people now. So it sounded like it was just kind of the typical Dylan show you've been getting for the last 25 years. I mean, granted, right. Dylan does change his set list up a little bit. I'll, I'll give him that. You know, he does. He does play sort of songs that some people probably don't want to hear that are recorded over the last 20 years or so. I think um, um, we need to backtrack and say Nobel Prize award winning Bob Dylan. That's right. That's or right. we will get sued. <laughs> it's only if he accepts it. Right. Right. He's right. not calling him back. Apparently. Yeah. He's, he's like he's maintaining a like a silence about it. He's, he's too busy playing shows, I guess. You know, the guy, the guy still tours a lot, man. The guy they just said like he just played his first show since they announced it, and he didn't even hardly talk to the crowd. They said, "Yeah, that's oh, I, of I, course." He, yeah, he, he I, I, every time I've seen him, he hasn't said anything other than maybe thank you, you know, once in a while. But that's about it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I thought overall it looked like a really fun time. And um, I saw that they had you know, the screens in the back uh, yeah. for the people in the general mission in the back oh, um, okay. that they that they had a screen back there. And I imagine you have a lot better view if you're view. looking at that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, I'm just staring at a screen this whole time. Yeah, you're paying to be like part of a live simulcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched uh, I watched a little bit on Periscope. Like I watched a guy walk through the gates. And uh-huh. so this is like, you know, 2016, I'm going to live, you know, like a, I'm going to watch this like a millennial or something. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you see them go through the gates and then there's the whole concessions area. And they, I think they have screen. They may have a screen out there in the concession area, but then they had a record store. And then the guy walks straight into the general mission up front. And that looked like really that looked nice. It looked roomy. And you could get there at a respectable time and pretty much like be on the on the rail. Um, Who knew Desert Trip was such an egalitarian experience? Yeah, but that, I think that was if you shelled out up early, right? Yeah. Um, it, it was interesting, uh, you know, looking at Desert Trip uh, hashtag Desert Trip on Instagram to see people like preparing to go, and a lot of people got the these um, uh, like the the Viewmaster packet uh, welcome package. And so it was like it was a desert trip branded Viewmaster with uh, cool. you know uh, slides and uh, had their had their badges in there and and um, uh, yeah so it was fun to follow along on on Instagram and Twitter and oh. see some of those live videos uh, and on Periscope you know as it's happening and you only catch like forty seconds of a song but before it cuts out but uh, <laughs> you know better than nothing. Well, yeah, and you're right. We uh, we called the day in the life co- co- collaboration. We did so, both weekends. Yes. I did it. Yep. I thought our set list looked better than the ones that we they made, did. but they did. They did. And if you haven't, everybody, if you haven't checked those out, they're a lot of fun. Those episodes. So uh, that was our one of our most recent episodes, and then prior to that, we covered the Who and Dylan. So go back, uh, go back to the website and check those out at rockchew.com. Um, and then we posted the set list on on Instagram and Twitter as well. So if you're curious Check. about the, um, uh, the, the how much the the bands uh, changed it up from weekend to weekend, 
Uh, Neil and the Stones changed it up the most by playing six new so- six different songs on the second weekend that they didn't play on the first weekend. So okay. they is um, uh, six there. Uh, McCartney played three songs the second weekend. He didn't play the first weekend. Dylan played oh. two songs. He didn't play the first weekend. And Waters and the Who played identical. Actually, they didn't play identical. Waters played um, a couple more uh, off of Animals on the first weekend, but didn't uh, add anything different for the second weekend. And then the Who played uh, 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 a straight chalk <laughs> uh, set list both weekends. I, I, is that enjoyable? You know what I mean for them to do that? It's a show. I mean, if, if you just gonna do a show it's a different form of show I it guess. is i would, I would you know it's almost it. like it's like going out there and just performing a rock opera which they're very used to doing yeah yeah i, I we, listen we've had this conversation i know and i realize not every band's gonna be you know fish or something and right. you know, play a different show different set list every night I just want to. I just want more variety than some of these older acts give me. You know, that's that's. All. I would have been disappointed if I had bought tickets for both weekends. Because if if I like if I was going to go out there, I probably would have. Because it's like, yeah, oh, right. you know, it's just well, yeah, not days week apart. And go to both. Yeah, I would yeah, have been totally. bummed out to only get eleven new songs on the second weekend total for the whole weekend. Yeah, 11. yeah. I, I I see people that like like go to like three kiss shows in a row and i'm like why you know what i mean like i mean don't get me wrong like if you're having fun you're having fun yeah tailgate so be it it. so be it yeah but i'm like really huh like why but anyway that's just the setless snob in me i guess (laughs) um but anyway, uh, you know, there, there's going to be a desert trip, too, it looks like. They're like all the signs said, see you next year. Did it really? Yeah. And I was wondering, it would be hard to top 2016's stature, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you know, it's a little hard to get bigger than the stones. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was curious, who would you guys, like, what veteran acts would be a good fit for next year if they went with the same format, you know, like two bands per night. Well, so is, give me an age cap. Uh, how about this is the criteria. We'll go a little, we could go a well. Like, we'll can I it, put seventies and eighties? We'll, we'll keep, there, we'll or? keep it. We'll keep it in line with what it sort of what it was this year. How about their first album has to be 30 years old. We'll say. Springsteen, Tom Petty, Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're on it, Levi. I don't know. I, I need three more. Right? What about Fogarty? Maybe. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely I could Fogarty. see Fogarty. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Ray Davies. I, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe get the Kinks, Kinks back together. Yeah. Um, Clapton. Yeah, uh, yeah. Clapton would be a there. good one. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. ZZ Top. I could see them. But is is that sort of thing too big for ZZ Top? Does ZZ Top play the B stage at that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about Top. Absolutely. It, Absolutely. But um, but yeah, especially if I got to write their set list. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it would be it would be all pre eliminator. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, I, I, I don't know, Levi. With ZZ Top, I, I they might be playing at the fairgrounds down the road, man. You know, right. and I don't mean that as a bad. I just I just don't know if they're. Right. Well, and you know what's so funny is Sunday night 
I had to work. Uh, I ran monitors for Denny Lane of Wings. Oh, nice. And, uh, at a, at a theater in Loveland that holds like 200 people. And so on the same weekend, Paul McCartney's play a desert trip. Denny Lane was playing a 200-seat theater wow. in Loveland, Colorado. Wow. We, we all got a mortgage to pay. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Wow. How, how was Stan, the show? It was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was, yeah. They, he played some wing songs. He played us. He played uh, the big hit he had in the. He was on the Moody Blues first record called "Go Now," and that was the hit off of it. And it was when they were like a blues band. Oh, okay. They like Sonny Boy Williamson had traveled to Europe, and like they were his backing band on a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Then it, he it is- left, and then the Moody Blues like turned prog. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So it's just crazy to think that, yeah, maybe ZZ Top isn't big enough, I guess, to be part of that. I mean, yeah, I, hey, I'd, I'd be down. But with no, it, but I, it was yeah, one of the first bands that came to my mind as well. Yeah. I think yeah. I think Springsteen, Petty, and Aerosmith could definitely hold that. They've got mm-hmm. the stature, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody had mentioned, I think, in the art, uh, article I read, like Stevie Wonder would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be down with that. I wonder if they could ever use it as a tool to help persuade people to get back together. Like, you know, to do a CSN and why. Um, or I mean, festivals and events used to be the catalyst for that. You know what I mean? Right. Why not? Right. And, and, and some still are, Levi. You know, like um, uh, like like Riot Fest has, you know, the, yeah, replacements, got the, the replacements got back. Right. The Misfits, the a few years before the replacements got back together to play Riot Fest, yeah. and they, I mean, they played a few shows afterwards. But you know, Riot Riot Fest was the driver. You know, Planting Page, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think that would that would invite a lot of scrutiny just because it's a big check. Desert. You know, and, and, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. That's yeah. why those. I mean, I mean, if they did a tour, it would be a big check too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I think just like they'd be like, oh, you know, they're only going to play for. 20 million dollars you know i I don't know i don't care yeah and i don't give a shit yeah it doesn't doesn't, like does it matter at this point you know i mean gabe made bold predictions earlier i'm gonna throw it down right here you heard it first desert trip eight black crows reunion (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready Uh, i'm ready yeah and Uh, so yeah speaking of that we we should at least mention rich's new project where it's uh, I think the name of the band is Everybody But Chris. <laughs> Every, everybody hates Chris. What's the name of the band? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, Magpie Salute. Salute, yeah. yeah. It's like a Magpie is a cousin of the Crow. So there, there's a little yeah. bit of like a knife yeah. in your side there. Yeah, I'm all about it. Break it I up. love it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they is, keep they added a third show. They keep adding shows. Oh, really? Cool. Just, yeah, just bring it on out to Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, dude, that's kidding me, man. I'm going to a heartbeat if that comes to Chicago. Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah no, I'm, I I was really stoked when I heard when I when I saw that it was happening, and uh, I even can I you even can you recap of... for us what it is? Oh, sure. It's well, Levi, go ahead. Yeah. For those that don't know, I Salute is the new announced project of uh, Rich Robinson from the Black Crows, along with Mark Ford of the Black Crows, Eddie Harsh of the Black Crows, Sven Pippian of the Black Crows, 
And uh, who who's the name of the drummer? I uh, Joe Magistro. It's Rich's drummer, and he he played with the Crows. He uh, he toured as the second percussionist with them in like 2010, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it looks it, it looks awesome. Um, I I, I got kind of goosebumps when I saw that trailer that Rich had posted. Yeah, for the show. Yeah. Video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Mark dipping down. I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so and he, and he's got like they I mean they might as well had it like lower down from the ceiling with like an aura, but that like funky seventies hat is on Eddie's head. You're like, yes, everything is right in the world. I'm all about everything that that video is about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, I, I, I was really stoked. Yeah. And I yeah. I as cool. someone who as someone who uh, you know likes Rich and Mark's music outside the black crows too i i'm all about that too so yeah 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 i'm I'm eagerly anticipating those set lists here in a couple months it's basically this podcast wet dream so yeah yeah. (laughs) right right Uh, Um, that we love pearl jam big announcement yeah let's get on to that yeah yeah rock and roll hall of fame nominee for 2017 and then uh Nothing here has the list of all of the bands uh, that are nominees for I 2000. There's so many. Some of them are carryovers, right? Oh, a couple of carryovers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I when I saw this list, I thought the cars got in last year, but they didn't, obviously. There you yeah, go. I, I, I thought they did. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, let's run down, guys. How about round robin rundown? We'll select, we'll just do a quick yay or nay. Yay or nay, we, yeah. They're and, deserving. And, and, you know, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that, and, and guys, if I, if I misspeak for you here, let me know. And there's, a, there's a little ambivalence around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, yeah. among all of us. You know? Yeah, like, we take it with a grain of salt. We're just playing along. Just it, playing it is, because it's like, you know, like what criteria yeah. do you use? Yeah. You know, is, yeah. it, is it sales? Is it influence? Right. You know, it's – anyway, the, we have to live with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's here and whatever. It's fun to talk about. You know, it's fun to yeah. debate. Get this. We uh, like sports, and it's kind of sporty to have it. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, okay, uh, right off the top, I'd say we're all three yays for Pearl Jam, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it be funny if Jonathan said no? He's yeah, like, yeah. I don't think we've done enough to deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> so next on the list, Tupac. I'll say yes. yay. Isn't, like, Madonna in? Didn't they? They've get already the- broken down. I mean, rap's in. I mean, that's, yeah. that's... And, I mean, I guess if Madonna's in, I'll get Tupac needs to be in. Yeah. Yeah. I like Madonna. I don't care. I know. No, I'm okay. I like Madge. Madonna. Madonna has Prince-itis and the fact that not a lot of the later output holds up. No. But, um, but, but next, you know, hey, the contributions are important. Uh, yeah. I'm a ne- sucker for Ray of Light, man. It's a guilty uh, dude, pleasure. I, that, that album came out when I was in high school, I think. That was it's like true, yeah. It's like 97, 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quicker than the light. <laughs> I remember that video, man. So next okay. on the list. I, I got a soft spot for Madge. Depeche Mode. I'm going to have to abstain. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Depeche Mode. Um. Yeah, same here. You know, I... I I know certainly they're respected, you know, critically yeah, acclaimed. They're respected um, in that circle. Um, yeah. I, I don't know enough. I'm with you. I don't know enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not 
informed enough. I don't. On the surface, my gut instinct is no. I don't know if they've done enough. Maybe we should all listen to them uh, over the next yeah. week and come back. That's next, everybody. That's everybody's homework episode. assignment. Listen to early Depeche <laughs> Mode. Yeah. You know, there's, if, if there's anybody right now that's like listening to this podcast that's like a big Smiths fan or something like that, they're probably like, "Oh, these guys suck. They don't even know anything about Depeche Mode." <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like, they really get really upset that I know a lot about like Uriah Heep, but not Depeche Mode. You know. Anyway. <laughs> A, a 80s new wave podcast yeah yeah but I, I and like don't get me wrong like i i'm i'm open to them i just it's it's not new, i don't know enough did you all right so we'll abstain all right uh next uh electric light orchestra yay yes. yay because if you're because you're kind of honoring the career of jeff lynn too with that i think good point that band's like the first band to successfully combine classical music and rock and roll yeah Mm-hmm. No, there. I, I like yellow a lot, so I'll say yes. Yeah, their sound Next, is uh, uh, Jane's addiction. Nah. I'll. You know what? This isn't going to be pop. I'll say nay as well. There aren't. There aren't enough good albums. Like there aren't enough volume of good albums. There's great albums, two of them at least. But, but only Nirvana can get away with having two great albums and get in. And I want to talk about that at the end as well. Okay. Or uh, hell with it. I'll just talk about it now for a second. There are bands who released albums that are like some of my favorite albums, but I don't know if if you're gonna if you're gonna have any criteria for this thing, does one great record and not another you don't have any other great records in your catalog get you in? <laughs> I don't think so. And here's the deal there's two artists that Two albums that have albums that I think are some of the best albums ever made. A, NWA, Straight Outta Compton. B, Welcome to uh, um, Appetite for Destruction. But you know what? Neither of those artists have another great record. People will argue with me on Use Your Illusion. It's one great record. It's not two. <laughs> All right? Um, so, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think that if, if I have any criteria for this thing, it's that you got to have one, what I would call, more than one classic album. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've always liked Jane's Addiction, and I couldn't tell you how many times I've been messed up and listened to summertime rolls over and over. <laughs> They're important, you know. I but, mean, like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they they definitely were important. Um, I agree. Sometimes I think maybe they were like, I don't know, weird to say it, I guess, but I don't know how else to say it. Kind of like a second class Chili Peppers, a little bit. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I guess I won't, part of me wants to say yay, but I guess nay as well. I'll take them over the Chili Peppers any day, but that's just me anyway. Um, all right. It's Miss Janet. It's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I'm nasty. Yay. I'll say yay. I mean, there's, there's a good body of work there. I'm part know? of the Rhythm Nation. Me too. And I, uh, yeah. Janet, absolutely. Um, I I want to I want to say no, but maybe I should just abstain. I'm I'm just not familiar enough. I, I don't. Yeah. Does she have? She has two great albums. Listen, listen, listen to Control. That's your homework. All right. Okay. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm 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 fine with Janet. Journey. I'm gonna say yay. I'm gonna say yay for Journey. You can't deny like how they've sold a shitload. No, they sold the most. Like if you're doing it on record sales, yes, Journey has to go in. I think they sold something like 75 million records or something. Yeah, 
And I don't own one of them, but I'll say yay. Yay. Yeah, I'll say it. There, uh, yeah, one ahead. of the one of the few super groups it would be to get in because technically those guys were like part of different bands and Greg Raleigh and well, uh, Neil Schoen or Santana played with Santana. Mm. Those guys, those guys played Woodstock and they were like teenagers. Uh, yeah, they were like unknown. <laughs> like Neil Schoen, I think was like I don't even know if he was twenty years old when he played Woodstock. Uh, he might have been like eighteen or something. Yeah, it's, it's really young. Yeah, yeah. Next um, up. The cars. What do you guys think about cars? Yay! I'm a little biased just because I think the cars are awesome, but um, yeah, I'm gonna say yay. Yeah, I would say they deserve it. What do you think, Jonathan? I have to abstain. I don't know. You got to listen to the cars. I know. Yeah, I never really listened to it. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if the cars meet the more than two good albums criteria, though. Uh no. Uh, Candio, the first record. The first one in Candio. And then it's uh, like Heartbreak after- City's okay. I don't yeah. know about great. Yeah, uh, they had about five years there of really solid output. Anytime, uh, what is it? Moving in stereo. Yeah, that comes on the radio. I crank it. It's like a, I'm just like and driving. You, and you think of Phoebe Cates. All right, um, Fu Manchu so anyway. does a pretty solid cover of Moving in Stereo. Nice, nice. All right, so next, uh, the Zombies. They just played in Boulder a while back. I don't know enough. I, I, I don't know if I can vote on them. Um, influential 60s, like, oh, yeah. you know, early psych rock type thing. More pop rock than psych, though. Um, most well-known for the one record, though, Odyssey and Oracle. Um, multiple hits, though. Uh, tough one. They're they're borderline, man. You could go either way. I, I'm gonna abstain from that one, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't have an informed opinion. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to abstain too. But it seems like that they should be in, based on how much I hear them cited as heavy influences. It's on influences. A lot of yeah, 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 I agree. They're influential, certainly. Uh, next up, yes, I think you guys know where I stand on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> See. Absolutely. See. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Next band, Bad Brains. Another band that I know is important. I just don't know their music yeah, that well. True. I'm like I, 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 I hear people cite them, and 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 it's pretty groundbreaking stuff from what I've heard other people I admire tell me. Um, but I, I just I just don't know their catalog. So yeah, yeah. same abstain. Yeah. But I'm ready to be influenced. Yeah, I'll listen to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have to hold our votes on that one. Yeah. Um, Next up, Shaka 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 Khan. God, I know this is getting boring with all these abstentions. But... <laughs> Dude, I'll, I will let her in just for her '70s Rufus output, man. Tell me something good, man. Yeah. I, I don't know enough. I know that's lame. I don't know enough. Dude, I would. I say yes, just because I I know enough. She was like a one of the first, like big soul funky women of that whole sound yeah it's, it's important I'll, stuff. I'll let i'll let her in she's in man okay all right uh next what do we got uh what's next chic uh, chic chic i'll say yes because of uh, um uh Rod- nile rogers you know like yeah. everything he's done yes well yeah <laughs> well and the thing is like beyond I'm- chic yeah, obviously, all of his production work and his guest work on all kinds of records. 
Yeah, none of that would have been possible if he hadn't have been in Sheik. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sheik's what made him get a name. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely say Sheik gets in. The next one is kind of a borderline one. Jay Giles band. Yeah. Everybody, everybody cool likes their early stuff. Dude, I like their early stuff. I got their yeah. in the other room, man. They were a good band. Yeah, it's it's a shame that you know most people don't know anything beyond. Um, I mean, the, uh, a lot centerfold, you know, as far as the radio and that, crowd. Yeah, and that's you know th- that would be like saying you'd never heard anything before Eliminator from ZZ Top. Sure, sure. And um, you know, they're kind of one of the best glorified bar bands. You know what I mean? They've got that sound, um, which is tough. Does that translate into rock hall material? What do you? What do you? Are you going yay or nay, Gabe? Uh, I'm going to go nay because I don't know the catalog enough. So, yeah. yeah. It's borderline, man. I get, I'm going to go no for now. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do a nay. What you got an opinion, Jonathan? Oh, I said no. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard it right. Nay. Here. Sorry. Nay. Joan, okay. Joan Baez is next. Nay. Nay. Old coattails Baez. No. Uh, yeah. Well, like no, I like her and I like her thing. But she was not the first to do it. She was not the most successful to do it. Uh-huh. I, you know what I mean? It, also, the you know after the seventies, you know, like where, you where, know, where, where where does it go after that? You know, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, no for her. All right, next on the list, Joe Tex. Have you, do you guys know any Joe Tex? I gotcha. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Somebody does that. Now, is that Reservoir Dogs, or is that what that is? All right, yeah. 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 It's off one of those Tarantino. I, yeah, I, I have to admit, like, I I don't know his stuff that much. Um, I, I uh, a cursory glute view of his Wikipedia page told me that he was influential, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I like that song. That's yeah, sad. I have yeah. to abstain. I know nothing about Joe Tex. I don't know enough about him either, man. I mean, I do. I hear his name come up when mentioned about like soul pioneers and stuff. Yeah. Because um, I mean, he that song was way late in his career. He done stuff for like a couple decades before that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was his later work. Yeah, some of his later. Um, work. Next yeah. on the list is one that I like. I'm not sure. I guess. What do you guys think? Craft work. Oh, I say a definite yes. yes. Yes, yeah, for, I mean, just for how groundbreaking it was, you know? yeah. Still and I, I, like, up. I mean, I like their music, so I, I guess mean, so. I, yeah. I, obviously, I'm, I'm really influential. Pretty, yeah. yeah, true, yeah. true. I'll, I'll go. Yeah, all right. Um, next, another influential band, MC Five, or yeah. Wayne Kramer and Company. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Yay, man! Yeah, that was that was kind of uh, that was that was pretty heavy stuff for the not late more 60s. than one great record though. You're right. right. That's right. yeah. That's the hard right. part about this one. Okay, I gotta I mean, say but, no. I gotta stick. To my, I gotta is, stick to my uh, um, my criteria and say no. Then well, I changed the my is, vote. Man, the thing is, they may have only had one super influential record. But didn't the band kind of dissolve shortly thereafter? And, like, the guys were kind of in and out of jail for, like, political causes and stuff? And Yeah, they had their troubles. Like, um, yeah, I, I'll say no, because just the I mean, the sex, of, the sex Pistols got in on one record. They right? did? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, I would... I, I'll give it to the MC5, man. I, yeah. I say yeah. 
And the Sex Pistols got in because of their influence, you know. I mean, so and yeah. I'm gonna, we'll we'll play Over that card. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that for some bands. You know, another band that isn't on this list that if you're going to go with that criteria, um, not the one album, but just their influence and kind of, you know, being ahead of their time, I would add Blue Cheer as kind of a compliment to MC5. Um, I think they they deserve to be mentioned as well. It's me. So the the last one, or did Jonathan? Did you say yay or nay? Uh, no on MC5. Nay on no MC5. Okay. Um, Steppenwolf. I, I'm honestly, when I first saw this list and they were tacked on at the end, like a forgotten band. Yeah. I was surprised they weren't in there. I would. Oh really? To me, I would. To me, like Steppenwolf was like '94 or something. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. to me, Steppenwolf should have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by now. But maybe I none, none of the voters see it that way. Um, they were influential in kind of becoming the first hard rock band. You know what I mean? They were, uh, yeah. they were the first biker band. The, the late 60s stuff's really important. You know, I mean, you got two songs that, you know, yeah, on Easy yeah, Rider soundtrack. Um, Seven Wolf with all the drugs and everything. But like, um, you know, like once the 70s started, though, I felt like, you know, that they their, 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 their clout had kind of diminished. Yeah. I'll say nay. I'll say nay. It's tough, man. I'm going to. I think they deserve it. Just, I don't know. Part of me says they, they were influential to a lot of bands. I mean, a lot of people heard magic carpet rider born to be wild and wanted to pick up a guitar and learn how to play it because of those two, those two songs. Um, I say, yay. You know, uh, the, you know, the, go ahead, Jonathan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I can make up my mind. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll say nay, nay for Steppenwolf. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm, I, I want to say nay, but I think I have to abstain. I, I've never listened to a Steppenwolf album in its entirety, so I can't rightfully say. Yeah. You can do that now. So yeah, yeah, guys. To me, I look at you know the age of these artists and kind of like the the sort of the criteria that the Rock Hall has. It's a freaking crime that Iron Maiden is not on this list. Absolutely. Probably one of the biggest bands in the world still. They sold a lot of records. They made a lot of kick-ass records. <laughs> at least, at least, like they made like four or five classic albums. Oh yeah, for know? sure. Uh, and just the fact that their longevity, and I, when I say longevity, you know, all these are, most of these artists still tour, but how popular they still are. I mean, there are very few bands that can go to South America. And, and fill a football stadium for a week, you know, and they can do it and fly themselves there. Exactly. Which makes them even more badass. <laughs> right. So yeah. Metallica that, ain't got no plane. <laughs> dude, Maiden's the shit. Put them in there. Uh, give, give Maiden a whole goddamn wing. Of dude, that honestly, when, when I, the other day when this list was announced, the first thought that came into my head was the 2016 nominees and how it was kind of like a, a year to let some people in that they probably should have let in in the past. 
And to me, ELO should have probably already been in by now. Journey should have been in by now. The Cars should have been in by now. Yes should have been in by now. Um, you know, so it looks like they're kind of playing catch up again a little bit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, good, good stuff. Um, we'll, we'll find out, I guess, in December. Oh, you can you can go online and actually vote. Um, yeah, yeah, they're so, allowing that. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to rockhall.com or something like that, I think. So if the five, three of us, excuse me, were to were to pick, it sounds like our nominees are. I wasn't really keeping track. I'll just go off memory. Gonna, Pearl Jam. Look, what are Pearl what are Jam, they? ELO. Is there like uh, a set determined number that they choose of the nominees? I don't know. Mm, okay. I, I but like we kind of agreed. It yeah, seems yeah. like on Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam, Tupac. ELO. Tupac, yeah. ELO. Yes. Yes. And the cars, because I think Levi and I both, or no? I had to abstain, but... Um, and Levi said no. Okay, all right, the cars don't get in. Craftwork, yeah. um, sure. then, too. Craftwork, yeah. So Craftwork, yes. Journey. Uh, Levi and I said Janet, so we're going to go with Miss Jackson. <laughs> That's two oh, yeah. out of three. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ELO, Tupac, and PJ. That's a good class. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, I, when we're done here, I'm going to go pull on the uh, pull up the Depeche Mode discography and I guess just Me dive too. in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, lots of people whose taste. Bad Brains I, I as well. I, honestly, I could not tell you one Bad brain song, and, and that's sad because I probably should know them. If I'm not mistaken, um, and, you know, uh, if there's any Bad Brains fans listening, please give us some recommendations. Didn't they go from hardcore to reggae? Wasn't that, like, kind of the – didn't they make kind of that transition? Or, like, maybe, like, they have songs that are, are both? I mean, I know they're a, they were a hardcore act um, from D.C., but also, you know, they've got – you know, their later stuff, I think, is, is more reggae influence. So, yeah. I'm um, looking forward to finding out. Yeah, me too. Me too. And Depeche, Depeche Mode as well. That's a that's a catalog I I, I should explore more. So yeah, good stuff, guys. Dive into right. Steppenwolf there, uh, Jonathan too. That, as that as well. Yeah, she's just gonna yeah. be Depeche Mode and Steppenwolf all week, all week long. That <laughs> yeah. that old back to back combo. Right. Those guys almost toured one year, right? It was a double yeah. bill. Um, anyway, those two audiences. Yes. <laughs> Well, I want to tell everybody to uh, check out rockchew.com. You can find uh, all of our previous episodes there, as well as fun stuff we've talked about on the show, different cool pictures and links and set videos and, and set lists and everything else. Just everything you playlists. need. Playlists. Scratch and sniff stickers. And, yes. And it will direct you to all the other stars in the rock and roll Shinsu Chu constellations. The series of tubes. Yes, uh, so you can you can find the link to our YouTube page. You can find Facebook link. You can find Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're at Rock In Chew on Twitter and Instagram. That's Rock In Chew, as in Step In Wolf. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, so yeah, check the, check us out, please, at Rock In Chew on Twitter and Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Check out rockchew.com. Uh, please also, I say this, but I, I really mean it. The most probably impactful thing you could do for us is leave a review on iTunes uh, or or just on YouTube as well. Uh, just 
tell us what we're doing right, uh, what we could be doing better. Uh, anything you want us to talk about related to baseball and music, we'll certainly entertain the ideas. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.